This is the Real Rebel Podcast, and you're listening to the Band of Rebels edition. This is for the people who push the boundaries of our society, for the people who live on the fringe, for the people who aren't afraid to question the status quo and live life as exactly who they are, not as who they should be. These are the people who make us uncomfortable, who speak truth and break glass ceilings who aren't afraid to stand up and face themselves, who refuse to be oppressed and help us expand and evolve the edges of humanity. These are the real rebels. And this podcast is for them. Hey guys, it's your host, Katie B. And thank you so much for tuning to this Band of Rebels edition of the Real Rebel podcast that comes out every single Friday. If you haven't listened before to this particular episode, basically what happens is I pose one question to three rebels and it is all in hopes that you can get three different perspectives or three different insights on one topic. And before how I was doing it was reaching out to people who I thought I would like to have on and I did that and it was wonderful and the previous episodes you'll hear they're they're excellent in my humble opinion Uh, but I decided to change things up so I got this insight which uh, I put into action in the most recent episode before this one which was to invite the Band of Rebels episode like I said that comes out every single Friday to instead be a platform for the Real Rebel crew. So for you guys, for the listeners, for the people who follow on Facebook and Instagram or wherever else, um, wherever else you might be, this episode, this version that comes out every Friday is for you guys to speak your voice, to speak your truth to the Real Rebel crew, to the listeners of the Real Rebel podcast. And the whole idea is um, because I think sometimes in the world of social media, we get very confused with numbers and we we very easily focus in on how many followers someone has or even if they're on social media at all. And I think it's kind of crazy because I can remember being in that position. And I mean, I still am still small nuggets. So I know how it feels to know that you have something to offer and and to feel a little bit stifled because perhaps you don't have, you know, this this number behind you. So so you your message cannot come out as clearly or to reach the people that it needs to. And I think that's nuts. So I wanted to open this up to you guys, like I said, so you can speak your voice and so your wisdom can be heard because we've all lived life, we've all had experiences, that's a fact, and that's because that's why we're here. So of course, uh, we all have wisdom to share and wisdom that might help somebody else who's also on that similar path. I'm only one person. So as your host, I have a limited number of experiences I can share with you, which is why I bring on long form guests, which come out every Wednesday. Um, but also having, you know, three of you guys of the crew come on and, and speak your truth every Friday. I think that's, uh, I think that's pretty cool if I do say so myself. So this uh, episode is the second version of that, and it will continue to come out every single Friday. And uh, I have to be honest, I almost didn't continue with it because um, life got a little crazy and I thought maybe I shouldn't do this, maybe it's too much. And then these lovely ladies that you're about to listen to uh, submitted their answers to me for this uh, episode. And I literally did dances in my kitchen, uh, super nerdy ones, 
hands, you know, with like ninja poses because I was like, yes, yes, this is it. This is uh, this is supposed to be. So we will continue on. If you would like to be a part of any future Band of Rebels episodes, you can head over to realrebelpodcast.com where you will find a link to the BOR application and uh, you can apply to be on. And yeah, so without further ado, let's get into this Band of Rebels episode. The Rebels on our panel today are Danielle Robodeau, Caitlin Holen, and Samantha Dubinsky. And the question I will be posing them is, if you knew that you only had one year to live, what would you change in your life? The first rebel on our panel is Danielle Robodeau, and Danielle is a writer, photographer, yogi, traveler, and a bleeding heart that is still learning not to bleed for the world. And in the process of unlearning society's desire to keep us small when we do not fit into a neat box, she is learning to embrace all the different aspects of herself that have been condemned as weird or unconventional. I think we can all relate to that. She was also raised by her Italian grandmother, and that is a huge influence in her life, as well as on the accents that she can do. And of course, she is much, much more than just that. And as you will hear in her very powerful response to this week's question, she is an incredible human. So let's hear what Danielle has to say. If I knew I only had one year to live, what would I change about my life? I suppose I'll start by saying that this far I really don't have any regrets. My life's been filled with struggle, and I'm actually really grateful for that. I think that it's it's brought me to a greater appreciation of my life and where I am now. I think if we can't look back at the mountain we've just climbed and say, damn... I appreciate the hell out of this and each step it took me to get here. And maybe if it hadn't been such a brutal climb that maybe I wouldn't appreciate it so much. I think I'm settling just now into this realization. Hey, actually, life doesn't have to be that hard. It it doesn't have to be defined by that struggle that life can flow. It doesn't matter how hard we grasp it. It's going to flow anyway, so we might as well go with it. I think now sitting back in the wisdom of some of those struggles and thinking about, hey, if I really did have one year to live, that I'd let go of fear. I'd get real about that. The fear of not being good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, skinny enough, whatever Instagram tells me that I'm supposed to be doing, right? Um, If I had one year to live, I'd allow myself to be seen and really 100% be seen, not not 95, 98, really just all of it, and be unapologetic about it, not say sorry, and that's actually who I am, and just lay it out there on the table. I think we're on this planet to show people the depth of our heart and really release that into the world for however people are going to take it. And some people are going to like us and some people aren't. And that is what it is. It doesn't mean that I have to change to accommodate that person or to make them feel comfortable or make myself small. I think that I would try to stop overthinking so much. I Oftentimes I let my mind rule my life and I think I'd try to give the reins to my heart for a change. And 
I'd be a writer. I am a writer. I'm a writer now. I'd let go of that external validation that it's really the only validation that matters is what we can give ourselves, not how many books we've written, not how many awards we've won, how many followers we have, and really realize that our worth is sourced from this from our spirit and the journey it takes to to find that and our our journey is to unlearn all of the things that block that flow i try to live more simply and let go of my tendency to overcomplicate i guess whatever your answer is to this question is really probably just how you should be living the next rebel on our panel is caitlin holan And Kat is a Minnesotan blogger, poet, advocate, and survivor. And as a highly sensitive, empathic, and nurturing individual, she rebels with deep-rooted passion and emotion using her social media accounts and blog site as platforms for honesty and transformative storytelling. She regularly challenges societal norms and sparks conversation for the purpose of inspiring and creating positive change in the world. She believes that our voices are the most powerful catalyst for creating this change. Kat invites others to join her in sharing their battle cries so that they may fight alongside each other instead of against each other for the betterment of society, something she calls sweet rebellion. So let's hear what Kat has to say. If I knew that I had one year left to live, I would stop treating life like a failing relationship between myself and my higher purpose. And I would never go to bed at night with hundreds of words left unsaid. I guess we could say that I would start showing the fuck up, (laughs) truly becoming the change I wish to see in the world. I would do so by fearlessly sharing all the blog posts and poems flooding my notebooks and computer, sharing my voice without needing external validation, and speaking my truth unapologetically. I think we all have a tendency to hoard our perspectives, sometimes out of fear or belief that our voices aren't worthy of being heard. These are the challenges I'm working on overcoming. And it's a shame that we choose self-doubt over making waves of change because the world so desperately needs people to speak up. For myself, it's about sharing my journey and transformation and healing with becoming a survivor of sexual assault and rape. I never thought that this would be a turn that my life would take. And I guess nobody does until it happens to them. But my life did take this turn, and so I gave myself a choice. Either I was going to wallow, be miserable, pretend that these things never happened to me, or I was going to use my experience to transform the parts of society that I could and to encourage others to share their voice as well. And so that's what I want to pass on to you right now that whatever challenge you are facing, whatever your story is, wherever your passion lies, wherever the universe is guiding you, please, the world needs to hear you. The world needs you to become the change. So I'm transitioning out of this stage and phase of inactivity to become the change too. I'm doing so with the understanding that time is precious and I'm not here to waste it. The third and final rebel on our panel is Samantha Dubinsky, and Sam is a yoga and meditation teacher, as well as a contortion practitioner with hopes to one day be a part of Cirque du Soleil. 
Her first passion was singing and acting, but after battling with anorexia at 17, had to put those dreams on hold. This is when she found yoga, and although initially did it for the beauty and physical aspects of it, was turned on to its deep healing benefits after a relapse with her eating disorder at age 19. This extremely challenging time in her life helped her learn more about herself with the balance of exercise, therapy, and self-discovery. Sam wants to share now how important it is to find that balance everyone keeps talking about. It's a process. And she wants to remind all listeners that it's okay to cry and to ask for help. Sometimes we have to go through the shit in order to recognize the good. So let's hear what Sam has to say to the question, if you knew that you only had one year to live, what would you change in your life? What would I change? Starting today, really, whether I know for certain I have 100 years left or one day, I need to stop worrying so much about the future. I need to continue practicing being completely in the moment. And as a yoga and meditation teacher, it's easy to tell my students this, yet I need to practice this awareness more for myself. And I personally think what also comes with what would I change is what would I do knowing I would have that limited time. And again, I would need to start this as soon as possible. I would dwell in all the adventures that my boyfriend and I love sharing. I would watch as many sunrises and sunsets as possible, or at least be a part of them in some way, whether it be out in the water, kayaking, or an early morning run, an evening walk. I'd also love to spend time in the mountains, just completely submerged within mother nature. Yet I'd also love to get my skin wrinkly and salty because I just love the ocean. I love just being near the ocean. I have such a deep connection to nature and I feel the most alive amongst the ocean and trees. I'd make sure to go to each beautiful person I know that's been a part of my life in a significant way, even small yet truly meaningful, and just give them a hug and just smile, just stare smile, give them a hug. I would be sure to also thank my teachers I've looked up to for their wisdom they've shared, people that have really been of value in my life, my yoga teachers, teachers from school, remind them of the profound impact they've had on my life. And I'd really like to spend some alone time as well, just purely reflecting and wondering and preparing for what will be next. And also, my, one of my favorite places to be, I'd spend time on Chesterman Beach out in Tofino. Just be a part of the space there, the vastness, the depth, the simplicity. Just either practicing some yoga or a walk or just simply sitting on the sand and taking it all in. And two, Tofino is actually where we'd like to end up at some point, and at some point has to happen, and it, and it will. Hey guys, it's me, your host, and as always, I like to add my two cents in at the end here. And if I knew that I had only one year to live, uh, what would I change? 
I would probably stop doing all the things that don't bring me joy. I would stop making decisions based on fear, based on fear that there's not enough, that I won't land on my feet, that I'll be viewed in a negative way, which I'm working on right now, actually, at the moment. And I think I would spend more time, not I think, I know I would spend more time with the people that I loved and I would just pour everything into them. The word that comes up to me when I think about if I only had one year to live would be just give. It's just give, give, give. I feel like, and I know that you can relate to this listening, that I just have an immense amount of love to give while I'm here on this earth and I can feel it bubbling up within me when I think about it and I just would want to take the cap off of that shit entirely (laughs) and just let it out like just fully just let it out and just give absolutely everything that I could to the people that I love and not even you know just my immediate family but to to you guys Um, truly the real rebel podcast to me is is what I want to do and is a part of why I'm here so I would keep doing this Um, I would keep writing I would keep talking to people I would keep talking into this lovely microphone that I know very well now Um, yeah I would just keep going I would just keep I would just keep giving and I would make sure to dance and laugh and play and be silly and tell everybody that I love just how freaking amazing they are and how much I love them. I wouldn't hold back at all. And maybe it would be too much for some people, but uh, that's okay because I would be gone in a year. So (laughs) they would miss me once I was gone. So yeah, that's... uh, that's what I would change, but I but I have to say and, and give credit to myself where credit is due. I think I'm on that path, but as you know, uh, it's a slow one at times, or it can be at least, and uh, sometimes we have a lot to learn along the path, which is why it can feel a little bit slow. Okay, thank you so much for tuning into this Band of Rebels episode with the RRP crew. If you want to take part in future Band of Rebels episodes, head on over to realrebelpodcast.com and click the BOR application link and sign out that form and hopefully we can hear your lovely voice on here soon. And as I forgot to mention at the beginning of this episode, all the information on our guests, anything you need to know, their websites, Instagram, social media, can all be found over at realrebelpodcast.com. Music for the intro on this episode is a custom track done by my guy Nathan from Extra Deluxe, and music played throughout is called Without You by Nam, both of which you can also find links to in the show notes. Okay, until next time. <laughs>